Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast is the Darkest Timeline podcast. So it's me talking about the week that was when this was recorded. Um, I can tell you for a fact that this was um, a shorter episode and there's reason for it being a shorter episode which is revealed in the episode. Um, there's conversation about uh, what games I've been playing at the time and what I've been going on in that week. Um, a little bit of movie entertainment sort of stuff, TV, movie, things like that. Um, it's all there, the usual stuff's there. Before we get going, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Drop us a review, let us know how you uh, enjoy the podcast. Uh, all those things do help us out and get more of our podcasts out into the world. Right, let's get going. So here we go. This is CookieCast. The Darkest Timeline Podcast. Hello, how are you doing? You well? You alright? Good, good, pleased to hear it. Um, how was your week? You had a good week? I'm in a great week. Mm. So, get this right out of the way, right at the start. Um, this will not be a long podcast, um, largely to do with the fact that I haven't really done anything. Uh, and that's largely to do with what's in the content of the podcast. Um, there's literally a couple of things from the week. Um, and then a handful of entertainment things um, will be done. <clears throat> so, um, do we remember, remember, cast our collective minds back to when I got um, a attempted scam, attempted defraud, Somebody tried to use my card details, so I had to get it blocked and stuff like that. Um, getting my account blocked meant I couldn't use my accounts. I couldn't buy things um, on the internet. Couldn't use chip and pin. Couldn't use my card. Um, they when when I spoke to them on the phone, they went through this very long-winded way of getting like cash out. Um, no good for anybody. Um, one of the things that I'd been wanting to buy at that point in time was uh, a game. And I've been umming and ahhing over buying this game for months now. The reason being is, it's three generations old. It's an Xbox 360 era game. And um, I couldn't find a, a physical copy of the game. Even though I used to own it, and up until about a year ago, I still owned it. Um, traded it in in the big purge, sold it, whichever. Um, so they wanted £15 for it. And I, I, I was just like, it's a bit too much. And a conversation with Sam. I was like, I want to play this game, it's 15 quid. And he was a bit like, yeah, but, you know, 15 quid's not bad for a game. So, yeah, but I already owned it. I've already played it, even though I don't really remember it. So uh, I had to wait and wait and wait for my account to be unlocked. 
I'd seen another game um, that was on on the uh, this is Microsoft Store. Unlike uh, the majority of games that I purchase, which are usually through uh, PlayStation, because PlayStation didn't have this or any of them. Um, I was like, oh, got to play on the Xbox. I've been playing the Xbox a bit more. I've got Game Pass. Um, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, new card comes. Uh, account is unlocked once you activate the card. Job done. I go to buy the game and I'm like, what is going on here? Now, usually in my experience, you wait and wait and wait to buy something. And then when you're in a position to actually get it, of course, it's going to be more expensive. But there was this thing that was like, oh, um, th this item's on sale. Right. Okay. I think it said it had... I was going to say 80, but it must have been like 75% off. I think they wanted... I paid less than £8 for two games. Um, and the other game was like £2.35. Again, one of those games that I have owned previously and actually own currently... But not on the Xbox, and because I love it so much, I was like, I'm happy to give you £2.35 for another copy of that game. Um, but, it, it, it's really weird, it's really hard to explain, but it, it, it's kind of stuck with me. Because I'm like, that never happens to me. Something like that never happens. If I if I had gone to buy that game on the day that I was able to buy that game, what normally would have happened to me would have been that it would have been two, three times more expensive, and I'd have then just had to like wait because I wasn't I wasn't I was barely prepared to pay fifteen pounds for it, but then it would have been like forty five pounds on the day I went to buy it, and I'd have had to not buy it the fact that how cheap it was how, how much I paid for it spurred me on to buy the other game um, <laughs> so I'm like oh my god I've got to buy this game now because it's so cheap so I tried to buy it and it wouldn't go through <laughs> it wouldn't go through and I had to find the bank I tried like four times to get it to go through and each time it's like I'll make sure you authorise the purchase in the app and I'm like I, I am doing I authorise it, it's like, I'll go back to Microsoft, so I'll go back to Microsoft, and it's like, cool. And nothing would happen. I was like, I don't know what's happening. I was like, I had to phone the bank. The bank like, well, your account's active. So, like, however, your card isn't active. Because until you use it, it's not active. I was like, oh, cool. So then I had to find an excuse to go and use my bank card. <sighs> that became one of those embarrassing situations where I had to go somewhere and um, like, oh, you need to use your bank card. So I'm trying to use like the, the it's not chip and pin, the contactless feature on my card and it's not working. And just randomly, I said to the woman who was serving me, I was like, ah, oh, 
it's a new card and the contactless isn't working. She's like, oh, on a new card, you have to put it in the machine and use your PIN number first time. And then after that, you can use all of its features. But that first time, I was like, do you know something? When I phoned the bank, they told me that on the phone. And I've obviously just kind of blanked it out. Um, so uh, I found an excuse to go and use my card and I found an excuse to get my card activated and then purchase two games for less than £8 obviously as I'm sure you can imagine those are the games that I've been playing recently so we will talk about the, the actual games in question uh, later on in the podcast but I just wanted to mention um, I, it, it just <laughs> I know it seems like such a small thing, but it was so random. I'd looked at it the night before. It's like, it's £15. Um, you know, when I get my card, when I get my account sorted, I'm, I'm now happy to pay the £15. And then I checked it the next morning. The post came. I opened the post. Bank card. Did what I needed to do to get it up and running tried to buy the game found the game was hella cheap i'm like that that's so weird so random um so there you go something that happened the other day that i was super excited about bill burr posted an announcement um Saying that his new stand-up special will be available um, back end of July, I think it was. No, middle of the July. Middle of the July. Middle of July. Um, did make me start to think that I might have a bit of a problem when it comes to stand-up comedy. I feel like some kind of like addict. I just have that that craving for new stand-up comedy. Um, like I've watched that uh, that Christina P one like four times, um, because it it's new and I enjoyed it and it was funny. Um, so I kind of got my fingers crossed. Excuse me, I'm tired. Um, I've kind of got my fingers crossed on the whole. Um, it being good and it being enjoyable and it being funny um, stand up specials are a, a delicate breed um, I could tell you multiple stories about multiple different comedians about multiple different stand up specials um, or in fact seeing said comedians live I've got that. I've got a, a weird. I've probably told it before. A weird story about seeing comedians live. Um, so obviously, as I'm sure any long-time listener will know by now, um, big fan of Bill Burr. Um, spoke to the person that I've been going to see Bill Burr with the last couple of times. Um, I've seen him live. I was like, "Oh, there's a new stand-up special coming. We should do like a like a watch party kind of thing." 
Uh, he seemed up for that, so that'll be fun. Um, just, you know, just something to sort of lift the spirits, should we say. Um, that isn't quite everything for the week, uh, but that's actually the bulk of everything. And I, I, I was like, maybe people are already bored. Um, so, the reason I don't really have that much to talk about is I've kind of been out of circulation, out of the loop, out of life in, in quite a lot of ways, um, because I have on and off been spending some time in the hospital. Now then, when you drop information like that, people are like, oh. Oh, what, what what does this mean? What could this mean? What what what's happening? Um, spending some time is some time I was in the hospital and some time I wasn't. Um, it's one of those things. I wasn't in the hospital for myself. Um, I was there because Leanne was there. Leanne was there uh, because she needed to be, and that was that. So I thought we'd talk a little bit about um, hospitals. Um, we were told to go to the hospital on Thursday afternoon, late afternoon, evening, whatever time you want to call it. Uh, and we left the hospital collectively, left the hospital on, um, oh, it was just still just Saturday. Um, it was like quarter to twelve. Uh, I don't even think it was quarter to twelve. I think it was gone that time. So, um, as I'm sure you can imagine, not uh, an exciting, riveting time. Um, I was saying, as I, I was talking about how, um, you know, I feel... Anybody that works in hospitals vastly underpaid. Um, hospitals themselves are vastly underfunded. Um, I would far rather that a lot of our um, services were, you know, were reduced, and those and the money for those services went into our um, into the NHS and into our hospital cares. Um, these are often places that you go at the worst time of your life you know my 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 youngest daughter had to go to hospital recently um and you know not for not for fun reasons um had a had a awful fall and an awful accident I had to go to a and e um was seen quite quickly but you know I walked past Annie a couple of times over the last few days and saw horrifically long waiting times. And if you've gone to A&E, let's face it, it's probably not quite because you've stubbed your toe or, you know, you've got paper cut. You're there for a reason. And the last thing you probably want is a two and a half hour wait. I was saying to Liam while we were there, I was like, they should start offering like nurses 60 grand a year and then see how many people apply to nursery nursing school next year sort of thing um so some of the issues 
the waiting, as I'm sure you can imagine. The waiting is made worse because you're on high alert um, and because nobody tells you anything. Nobody keeps you informed. The things that they tell you um, 24 hours earlier, they don't stick to and they change and it's a different story and it's a different person and it's a different person telling you a different story about a different thing and you've got used to the fact that you something was going to happen 24 hours later and it doesn't and then they tell you that something's going to happen or this is going to happen and then a day passes and at the end of that they go oh yeah, that thing's not happening. It's it's exhausting. It's just it, it's just yeah. It, it it just takes it out of you. And like I keep saying, at some of the worst possible times, staying in hospital is not great. I absolutely despise having to stay in hospital um and a lot of it is for the reasons that i'm mentioning somebody says to you um oh i'm going to come see you at seven o'clock and at eight o'clock comes in is like i haven't forgotten about you i'll be back in a bit and then by nine o'clock they're like oh yeah that thing uh that's not happening oh and i'm going home by the way it's things like that. Um, ultimately, there is that aspect and element of, um, you know, they they are they are jobs to people. So you know, jobs do end. Um, it's it's just not a good time. It's not a good place. It's not a good experience. And personally, I think it should be not necessarily a good experience, but I think it should be a better experience. And like I say, when, when the answer to everything is, well, they just don't have the staff. Just haven't got the staff. Well, we're really busy and we haven't got any staff. Is there not a relatively simple solution? And I know that's easier, you know, it's easier said than done and all that, but <sighs> I was saying, I was like, this place just needs some systems thinking. There was this thing. So to go and see Leanne on a morning, I'd have to buzz to get in. If I wanted to go out for any reason, go home and see the dog, sort the dog out, uh, go home and, and you know, Deal, deal with a child or, or any of that sort of stuff. You had to buzz to get out. Never, not a single time, would you buzz once and be able to get in or out. It was always multiple times. You feel like you're disturbing somebody once you buzz twice. All of that sort of stuff. I was saying to Leanne, I was like, this could easily be resolved by giving the people who should be here, who need to be here, who also need access in and out, one of those bracelets that you physically can't remove unless you cut it off with a barcode on, and they should have a barcode reader at the door. Simple. Because there were times when I was getting buzzed in and out, I wasn't talking to anybody. They've got a camera, and you know, they've got a speaker and stuff, they'll talk to you. 
half the time they weren't even doing that. So why did they need to be interrupted to go and open a door, press a buzzer or whatever? There was just so much stuff that could have easily been made different. And ultimately, better. Um, Something that was particularly painful to have to deal with was... um, the price of everything. Now, I had a conversation. I was like, I'm so glad that we don't live in America because it would have cost us tens of thousands of dollars to be in hospital for that amount of time. Um, and, you know, I, I love the NHS. And I love that we have the NHS and all of these things. But it'd be really nice if you weren't getting absolutely... <sighs> taken advantage of elsewhere so uh they have a car park um i have spent probably the best part of 50 pounds in the car park um i truly believe that we didn't need to be there for two of the three days or two of the it wasn't you know we weren't there three full days but the you know thursday and friday didn't need to be there so, why is it costing me an absolute fortune in car parking? One of those things, again, if they looked at it, they could probably say, you know, do you need to be here? If you need to be here, if we've told you to come into the hospital, you probably shouldn't be paying for parking, and we can do something about that, or we can give you a reduced rate. If you do need to be here if you've come in as if you've come into A&E or you've come to visit somebody or that sort of stuff then maybe you do need to pay for parking maybe you should pay for parking and if you just popped in to visit somebody for a couple of hours you're not going to be paying full day rates twice a day um they've got a shop but obviously they charge you an absolute fortune. Um, they do have a Costa, and I think that, that Costa just charge at sort of Costa rates rather than anything else. But it's like, you walk past vending machines. It's like, ah, oh, if I want a bottle of water, you want two quid from me, do you? Cool. So, there's, there's just a lot wrong with the hospital system um and and it could it could easily in my opinion be fixed and i know it's like oh you know you you fix it then um i'd give it a good go and you know we'd have to see um so I know there's that aspect right now that people like, okay, so you've told us all about the hospital, but you haven't told us why you were at the hospital. Um, so, I keep saying, you know, you do go to hospital probably at the worst times of your life. Um, I heard, I overheard conversations, I overheard a conversation as I was coming out of the revolving doors yesterday, and I was like, Jesus. Um, somebody talking about how somebody had 
unfortunately passed um and you know if you're there if you're in a hospital long enough you get to see some uh, some sights let's say um however in a fair in very few very rare occasions you do go to hospital for good things uh and myself and leanne were lucky enough to be going to hospital for a good thing and that good thing was that we were welcoming our now youngest child into the world um that's right ladies and gents a baby a new baby um as it was we had to go um as i kept as i kept saying to the youngest uh where to where to go and get the baby and we did we had to go and get the baby uh, a lot of reasons involved as to why that is uh reasons that i won't and probably don't need to go into um yes for anybody that keeping count this is my fourth child um and obviously the big question on everybody's lips you've got three girls you've got 50 50 chance which way did it go so um I should probably spare a lot of details. I can't imagine there's a lot uh, that Leanne wants uh, putting out on the internet about this one. Uh, what I will say is, there was a point in time where it was uh, right. You need to give us, you need to give us a big push. Uh, you need to give us a really big push um, to to get the baby out. And um, Leanne, who had been absolutely amazing. Um, up to this point being in hospital for all that time just like a trooper like the trooper that she is I've, I've never seen anything like what i witnessed in that room and the the amazing incredible strength that that woman had um so they're like we really need you to push we've got to get this baby out um so she pushed and she pushed and she pushed and they were like it's coming and i was like oh my god i can see the head and uh, all this hair and um big push and there was a baby and i was looking i was like what is the baby and i'm pretty sure that the woman that just got the the, the just given birth got hit in the shoulder by me going it's a boy uh i then repeated that several times and i also repeated it through tears um there was a stu student midwife who at one point <laughs> just looked across at me like the fucking hell is this guy doing i imagine it was probably in the region of the, the the guy's got shorts and a t-shirt on i can see he's got a couple of tattoos he, he, he's tall he's hugely overweight why is this man crying um i wasn't i will say this i wasn't blubbering uh but I, yeah i had to repeatedly say it's a boy it's a boy it's a boy through um through tears um so yes three girls and a boy now um he is amazing he's beautiful 
Um, and everybody, everybody's doing well. Touch wood, touch wood. Everybody is doing well. Um, yeah, just, just a, an amazing, incredible time. We were having a conversation today about saying how, um, where we were like four days ago to where we are now. It's like it, it's like a lot of it didn't happen because um, it's it, it, you know it's over with now it's done with now and there's a baby at the end of it um, and if anybody's if anybody's counting um, this is the third child that I that I cried when they were born like I say not blubber not snot not all that but you know for um, my last two daughters I shed a tear. Um, and yeah, this was this was the big one. For my eldest, uh, I was just in too much shock. Uh, however, as as the years have gone by, I've shed many a tear, um, so kind of makes up for it in a way. So there we go. Um, I'm sure you you kind of guessed I was alluding to something. Um, It was a very difficult time being in the hospital all that time, um, especially for Leanne. She was there for nearly three days, but there was a baby at the end of it. So, you know, swings around roundabouts in that sort of sense. And that, ladies and gents, is why I haven't really got a lot to talk about. My time, energy, all of that has been taken up with all of this stuff, trying to make sure to get out, to get to sort the dog and the cats and the other children out making sure that all of those people and animals are in places where they should be so on and so forth um, so there we go uh, I was worried that if this child had been a girl I would have to uh, re-sort of rename all of the children especially for podcast purposes but as it is now i can still do uh eldest daughter middle daughter youngest daughter and just simply son so there we go swiftly on to the entertainment let's face it it's not like the last time you're going to hear about this child so uh let's move on swiftly on to the entertainment uh i finished season two of the boys um, yeah, it was it was great. It was it was cool. It was all cool, all groovy. Um, with, in some ways, a little bit more time on my hands. I have actually started the first and uh, started and watched the first and second episode of series three of the boys. Pretty sure I'm sort of so far through series, th- uh, so far through episode three. So far, been very good. So far, very enjoyable. Uh, all moving along nicely. Um, in, in a lot of ways um, it's got even darker it's got even more twisted apparently this is what people are loving about the show um, some people are trying to argue that it's better than all of the MCU and Star Wars programs put together and I think there are a lot of people that are agreeing with that sort of statement um, we shall we shall have to see I think um, 
I personally haven't watched a lot of the MCU uh, TV shows. Um, and certainly the Star Wars ones I watched. I watched The Mandalorian. That was it. Um, I did watch a film. Before going off to the hospital. I did watch a film. It's a newish, new-ish film. Uh, new to me. Uh, got it for Father's Day. I watched The Batman. <sighs> this is the first Batman film that I haven't been overly excited for and overly excited about. Now, before we get any further into this, I will tell you this. It is nothing to do with Robert Patterson playing Batman. I've learned from experience that when they cast somebody new to play Batman, I just ignore everything that's said about it. Because um, working backwards, everybody said Robert Patterson was a terrible choice. Everybody said Ben Affleck was a terrible choice. Pretty sure at some point in time, people were overly enamoured with Christian Bale as a choice. The issue I've got is, for me, as a long-time Batman fan, I feel that the Nolan Batman films were the darkest that we needed Batman to be. You know, I felt that we really did need to keep in mind that Batman is a comic and I know that a lot of the times he's one of the darker comics. I, I am aware of that. But... Do we not want to keep some sort of childlike entertainment in our superheroes? You know, it feels a lot like Marvel do so well because they appeal to everybody. From children all the way up to, to grandparents. Um, and I feel like this Batman certainly was isolating um, just just that like that middle ground of fans. Uh, it was just ruling out kids and some people. Um some of the some of the negatives about it were um, right at the start it was doing this like like diary of the Batman, um, which I am aware from sort of like the, uh, the year Batman Year One, and it highlighted that this was Batman Year Two, um, that that's how that story goes, and I found it interesting that they take that approach. But at the same time, I didn't want to listen to it. I didn't want to listen to Diary of Batman. So I was a bit like, I, I don't need this. Um, the volume of the film, I had to turn it up so much. I just kept pressing the up arrow on the TV and it just kept going up and up and up. And it's like, I can't hear it. I can't hear it. I can't hear it. Something that somebody said to me uh, when they'd seen it at the cinema was that it's a very dark film. I was like, oh yeah, it's, a, it's dark and gritty. And I was like, no, it's a very dark film. You can rarely see what's going on. And I was like, mm, that could potentially be an over-exaggeration, and that could potentially be the truth. It was 
very much the truth. Now, there are aspects in the film that that is the idea, but a lot of the time it's like, I just can't see anything. Um, so for me, it was too dark in, in two definitions of the word. Um, there are certain Batman storylines that I'm not a fan of. Uh, I've never, I've never really been a fan of. Um, and there's two ways to do it. When Batman enters the room and takes over a crime scene, I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. However, if Batman enters the room and says, look, I know you guys are doing a great job, but as a secret multi-billionaire, I have technology far superior to yours, so let me help by using my technology, I'm fine with that. It's a fine line. You know, we're talking about, like, you know, comic book fans here, there's very much a fine line in everything. Um, there was a lot of, oh, Batman's here, we have to do what he says, and then he just starts picking stuff up. They do make a, they do make a point about it at one point, but I still don't think it's acceptable. I don't think it's right. Um, I had, I had to, it was, it was way, way too long. Feels very much in this day and age when, where it's just a case of how long can we make it? And nobody asks the question, does it need to be this long? It's three hours long. It didn't need to be three hours long. Do you know what? Batman probably didn't need either. A really long, drawn out political drama. It, it, was, it was so unnecessarily long. When I was having a conversation about it the day after I watched it, literally, the only positive I could say about it was, I'll tell you something, up to this point, we've all seen the car, we all know what the car looks like, we've all seen that bit where Batman's chasing the penguin. We've all seen it, so we don't need to know that. But the bit where they introduce the car that was super cool and super fun however and as I saw this film nearly a week ago and this is still the only positive I've been able to come up with I know people love this film I know people raved about it I know people was like it's the best Batman it's the best version of Batman blah 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 I don't agree. I am a lifelong Batman fan, and I, I, I think this was. If somebody said to me, "Do you want to watch the Lego Batman film, or do you want to watch the Batman?" Not even a, not even a question in my mind. It's, it's sad to say this. You know, I, I wanted more from it. I want. I hoped for more from it. Um, you know. Let's do it. Let's do a ninety-minute Batman film and just put like Batman in it. There was all this. There was so much stuff that I was like, "Why are we doing this?" The aspect of um, Batman needs to get around the city. So to do that, he travels around the city as Bruce Wayne, and then wherever he goes to, he then changes into Batman. 
bonkers. Absolute bonkers. <sighs> anyway. Um, there's been no VR, I'm afraid, uh, with the baby, and it's been hot as balls. Those two things don't really go with VR. Uh, if I'm honest, I might be taking a small break from VR. It's too warm to play, and um, as you can imagine, my evenings are taken up a little bit more, so we'll play that one by ear. However... I have been playing console games. I've already mentioned them. I bought new console games. Those games are... The first one is Red Faction Guerrilla, the remastered edition. Now then, anybody who has been listening to this for a while will know, not the first time I've talked about this game, not about not the first time I've talked about the remastered edition of it, because I have I own it and have played it on the PlayStation. However, it was £2.35, and I love that freaking game. I put it on, I played it a little bit, I've been playing through the campaign. But what I did do yesterday, which is something that I had been hoping to do, was I finally introduced um, my two eldest daughters to Wrecking Crew, which is a element of that game that's taken many, 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 many hours of my life. Um, and I challenged them to beat me at a game that I've played a lot, which would probably, some people would consider to be a little unfair. Um, but, you know, it's all fun. So we played that for a bit, and uh, we had a great time, and we had a good laugh, and uh, hopefully we can do it again. The other game that I've bought, the game that I bought cheap and was very happy to do so when I was prepared to pay a lot more for it, was the game Splinter Cell Blacklist. Um, I was going to say, now I love the Splinter Cell games. That's not true. I had the first Splinter Cell game and I I just hated it with a passion. Uh, So much so that in the end I had to buy a guide for it and even that didn't help this is going back to the original xbox not even the 360 um since then i have played another one uh, and then there was splinter cell conviction and i loved that game so much so that i've actually been playing it recently for what is probably the 10th time um, I did get up to a level that I basically was just like, nah, I don't need to play this anymore. Um, which is a shame, uh, but it's just hard as balls. However, uh, I might have mentioned this recently, but YouTube has been like putting some videos on my on my feed going, hey, why don't you watch this? And I'm like, oh, okay. So for some weird reason, there's been a lot of Splinter Cell blacklist videos and I'm like I owned that game I know I played it but I don't recognize anything and I was like I know that I struggled with an aspect of it and it's like the the in-between missions bit I couldn't quite when I originally played it I couldn't quite get my head around it I wasn't sure what I was supposed to be doing uh playing it now and looking back I can see why because there is a confusing element um it gives you like multiplayer um and then these side mission things to do uh, it doesn't overly explain them too well 
So I remember playing through the the main story, but I always felt like I was missing part of the game. And I think because of that, I just didn't take it in because I'm playing it now, and I just I like I don't remember any of this game. I've been playing it; it's enjoyable. Um, it's got some aspects and some elements of the. Um, well, it's got a lot of elements of the previous games. It's got some aspects and elements of games that will come out after it. Um, games from other Tom Clancy series. Basically, it's got like a drone, which uh, was heavily used in the um, Ghost Recon games. Um, you unlock the drone so far through, and then uh, everything you can upgrade and stuff. Um, I'm enjoying it. Touch wood, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I'm a bit like, how is it that I've forgotten this game? It was another one of those that it. I, I seem to remember it being quite close to the back end of the 360 era. Um, so maybe it was kind of dwarfed by other things that came out on the new generation, maybe. I'm kind of wishing that I hadn't sold it because it would have it would have saved me even more money. But hey ho, such is life. I will continue to play these games. Um, I've got a couple of other games that I'm kind of dabbling with or had been dabbling with before these, so I might go back to those and we might talk about those in the future. But as I did warn you at the start, it was going to be a bit shorter this week. Hopefully, we'll get into the swing of things a bit more. Um, yeah, so so next week we'll we'll be hopefully back into the swing of things. Uh, but until then, I'm going to catch you guys later. So there we go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another one gone. Another week gone. A week I certainly won't be forgetting anytime soon. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, if I can just borrow you before you go, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Drop reviews. Let's get this podcast out into the world, people. The people need to know. Uh, you can also check out our website, thecookiecast.com. We've got social media links and email buttons. You can drop us a line and uh, get to know us a bit better. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. <laughs>